Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And it is my pleasure to bring this show to you each and every week and to publish Spirit Seeker Magazine each and every month for um, over 20 years, which every time I think about that number, it's just amazing to me. But we started off as a quarterly newsletter, and then we segued into a um, not quarterly, bi-monthly magazine in 1997, and then I guess it was around 2000, 2001, Spirit said, "Mm, six times a year is not enough. (laughs) So we stepped up to the plate with monthly, We've been published online since 1998, so we were one of the first magazines that saw the Internet as uh, where the younger and savvier people who um, are just really in touch with spirituality and also with knowledge. Um, So 1998, I had this gal, C.J. Martis, who just is a, a, a divine blessing to Spirit Seeker front end, and still we stay in touch. And she designed the first website for Spirit Seeker, and we hosted 28 conferences between 1996 and 2014. Now, what do we do? We still publish the monthly magazine, but we are uh, published as a print magazine in Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City. We support conferences throughout um, those three states, but also into Kansas, into Arkansas, into Wisconsin. We work with Bhakti Fest. We work with Mind Body Spirit conferences all over Chicago, all over the Midwest. And then we also uh, work with Celebrate Your Life in Phoenix. So we're, we, we ship magazines to all those places, and we're a sponsor of Veggie Fest up in Chicago this, um, this summer. And we, we just work with people who are doing the work. And um, I'm Cindy Meyer, as you know, and I'm a, I'm the publisher, but I also wear many hats. And one of the, one of them is the weekly radio show, but also we have a weekly email newsletter. And I'm going to do just a few announcements and then bring my guest on, and then after that, it is all show. So the announcements are. Um, if you want to know about our radio shows that are every single week, and we have over, I think it's 400-something archive now, and if you want to know when the magazine's online so that you can uh, – and our online magazine, by the way, is much larger. And as we um, continue, one of our goals is to uh, probably eventually segue into fully online readership. People are becoming more green. Print is extremely expensive, and um, our online magazine has continued to grow. So if you want to know when the magazine's online and everything else and all these other mind, body, spirit events, we would love to add you to our email list. So all you have to do is send an email to info at spiritseeker.com, and we will start sending you the emails. And uh, we do not sell our list, so it's sacred thanks, so you won't start getting all kinds of other things because you joined our email list. Okay, so the last announcement before that is our August issue is online. There's 
fabulous articles. And um, as you know, I wear many hats. One of them is the publisher. One is the life coach. And the most recent in the last year and a half is I'm a real estate agent. And many of you know I'm a feng shui consultant, and I absolutely love houses. So whether you're in the St. Louis area or not, which is, of course, where I live, I can help you um, by virtue of finding the perfect real estate agent where you are living and then also working by Skype with um, helping you get ready to sell your home. I read the energy of the home uh, and, you know, just I could go on and on. But that's enough. That's all I want to share. Now I want to talk about my guest tonight. I have interviewed Sunny Dawn Johnston before. I have experienced her with Celebrate Your Life conferences in Phoenix and in Chicago. She is just an amazing bright light in this world right now, and we um, I'm just grateful that she is my guest tonight. She has a direct channel to um, the angels, the archangels, etc., and um, and all of their helpers. So she's an angel communicator. She's an internationally renowned psychic medium. She is a teacher, author, and motivational speaker. She is also the best-selling author of Invoking the Archangels, a nine-step process to heal your body, mind, and soul, as well as No Mistakes, Living Your Purpose, and Find Me. So uh, Sunny was born in Cheyenne, Wyoming. She spent the majority of her childhood growing up in Salt Lake City, Utah. She lived in a very metaphysical household that understood her, which we all know what that means, and that's like a blessing on every level. And she now lives in Glendale, Arizona. From the time Sunny was a child, she knew she was different, and she knew that she was here to do big things. And um, I'm going to let Sunny tell us the rest. So, Sunny, are you there? Okay. Sunny, are you are you are you there? Hmm. I think Sunny dropped off. Okay, so hopefully Sunny will come back on. I am watching for her. Sometimes this happens. Um, and I think she's there. Sunny? Nope, that is not Sunny. Okay. Oh boy. I hope she realizes she's dropped off the air. So Sunny will be calling back in, but until then, I'm just going to share a little bit more um, about her. She um, she stays at home. Um, after being a stay-at-home mom for 10 years, Sunny began working full-time as a psychic medium in 2010. So for the last 15 years, she has been on it. And um, just here we go. She's back. Sunny, are you there? Can you hear me now? I can. I have no idea okay. what happened, but we're we're on the internet. All right, world. I know <laughs> it happens. I'm like, hello, hello. <laughs> I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. Okay, so Sunny, I know that even as a child, you knew you were different. So let's just, how did this all start? And and you know, did you know you were talking to angels? Let, let's just hear, you know, or did you just know things about people? So let's let's talk about, you know, you as a child and, you know, and where your life has gone. And I really want to talk about your nine-step process of connecting with the archangels, you know, your most recent book. So you okay. can start wherever. Okay, here we go. Well, um, you know, as a young child, um, I I really don't have any conscious memory of anything specific. But I do remember knowing that 
knowing things about people that I just didn't have any reason to know. You know, it was just like I would have a sense of something or know that something was going to happen, and I'd ask, you know, somebody around me, and they'd say, no, that's not the case. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, a couple months later, that would happen. So those kinds of things happened, but nothing that was concrete, nothing I could really you know, get validation or confirmation of. And and I wasn't really into any of this kind of stuff anyway. So um, so at the age of 13, though, uh, I woke up one morning in the middle of the night. Uh, it was 1 o'clock in the morning, and I rolled over. And I saw this beautiful, colorful winged being above my bed. And... Uh, and I, and I wasn't scared. You know, I didn't fly out of the bed and run to my parents' room. You know, at 13, that's what a lot of people would do. But it wasn't scary at all. It was really this, I had this peaceful sensation. I had this calm come over me. It was like, ah. And so I literally just rolled over and went back to sleep. And it was that experience that then opened the door to have a recognition that, okay, there's, there's something out there. And, and, and I don't know what it is, but I know what it felt like, and, and, and I know what I saw. And um, and I want to feel like that because I had I'd, I'd struggled I'd struggled to fit in I was always kind of different it, you know I wasn't I, I was raised in Salt Lake City Utah and I wasn't um, religious like everyone else in the in in the town in the you know 70s and 80s and so I struggled with that and so um, I realized that at that moment that something had changed and from there I started asking you know I didn't even know who I was talking to I just I just knew, my mom had told me when I explained the story to her that that was my guardian angel. And so I just started saying, you know, I want to feel like this. I want to feel like I felt that night. I want to feel peaceful and calm and relaxed and not, you know, ah, crazy and anxious and sad and depressed. And, and so then the doors started opening. I started having other experiences with angels. I started seeing a, 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 you know, we called it a ghost that lived in our house and lived on our stairs. And my little brother, who was five and I, I was 13, uh, saw, him, saw her as well. So I started getting validation in, in ways like that and realizing you know, there's this whole world out there that nobody talks about, that a lot of people don't see. But I didn't realize a lot of people didn't see it until I, until I started talking about it. And then I found out how different I was. <laughs> Right. because it wasn't, you know, the normal conversation to have and uh and it really opened up actually a lot of pain and 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 challenge and conflict for me also. Well, and you were raised in Salt Lake City, so I mean, was your family Mormon or did it just happen that you were living in that um No, my fa- my family on both sides was Mormon. My parents were brought up um, in the Mormon church, and then they both left about the same time when they got together, which was about 18. And uh, so so they had kind of left the church. My mother at the time, that, that when I was about six or seven, started kind of trying to search for what felt like truth to her. And she didn't know exactly what she was looking for. And then my dad kind of went along with whatever my mom did. You know, at that time, it wasn't a, it wasn't a you know, this is right or wrong. It was kind of, okay, this is what we're doing. And so... Um, by the by, the time I was about twelve, my mother had, had kind of settled in and found her truth in, you know, it was called New Age back then, and started, you know, having having a couple of people. We had kind of this underground community they had of psychics and numerologists and astrologers and some past lives hypnotherapists, people that were would, wouldn't even do it for a living out kind of in the open. It was something they kind of had to hide to to right. share their gifts, and so they would have classes at each other's houses and show up and, and talk and, and, and connect and just share. And so that's 
kind of how the I was exposed to that. But at, at 12 and 13, I would just roll my eyes when they would come over like, oh, my gosh, here we go, you know, these weird people. And then I became one of those people. <laughs> Oh, I know. It's so funny because my kids have just, you know, I have one that's 17, and then I have a 26- and 29-year-old. And the 17-year-old just says, um, well, everybody kind of knows you're just different. <laughs> <laughs> but then yep. I was with one of his friends yesterday. He had lost his wallet the night before. I was sound asleep, and they were, like, making chocolate chip cookies after going to the store at, like, I don't know, midnight or 1 in the morning. And the next day, I could see this young man was really upset, and I said, Matt, what is wrong? And he said, well, we went to the store last night. I said, yeah, I know. I saw the chocolate cookie dough, you know, the chocolate chip cookies you guys made. And he said, well, I lost my wallet. And so we went through the whole thing of when do you last remember seeing it, la, 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 la. And so I walked the neighborhood because he thought he left it on the top of his car. And as we're walking, he says, you know, I think Noah has your gift. And I said, and I thought, as if I didn't know. And I said, well, yeah. I said, I think he does too. I said, but what makes you say that? He says, well, just lately he's been spot on. He just knows stuff. And I said, Uh yep, all three of my kids have the gift. And I said, why do you think my one son's so good in sales? I said, he understands without saying a word. And it's not that he's misusing it. It's just that he's more tuned in. I said, but you know, Mm -hmm. you're tuned in too, right? He says, no, no. I said, we're all tuned in. And I said, and the more we ask to be tuned in, the more we can connect. And he just, you know, so then then we walked through the whole thing. We didn't find the wallet, but then I made a suggestion. He called, and of course, it was at the grocery store. He dropped it in the parking lot, which is where I saw it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, Sonny, these young kids are so sweet, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they're, and they're and they're learning from you know not only it's their nature of course but they're they're learning from being exposed to situations like that friends of friends and 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 that's that's a beautiful story and, and that was not the experience in my world you know mine mine was I talked about it and everybody thought I was crazy and they couldn't come over and we were the weird house you know so it it, it wasn't something that was looked at as like a gift or a cool thing it was okay that's weird you know. Well, I have to tell you, you are born on March 23rd, which is my oldest son's birthday. Mm. Now, different. I mean, you're 15 years older than him, but... Yeah, um, I'm a little, a little bit older, yep. Yep, but you know what? It's interesting. My daughter is dating a young man from Morocco who, March 23rd, and, you know, you're Aries. You're the oldest sign in the Zodiac, and many Aries, is, you know, has been my experience. I mean, you're natural leaders, but you're also very close to God. I mean, most March 23rd people... Because you're the old, you've been around. You know, this isn't mm-hmm. your first lifetime, and right. um, I mean, so you, I mean, and to be born into the Mormon world with parents who stepped outside of that, I mean, it takes great courage to leave a Mormon family. Yeah, yeah, you know, it 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 was it was a challenge, and I think uh, it, that's part of my struggle. And so even after I had that experience with my guardian angel for about the next fifteen years. On and off, I I struggled with this experience, this gift, this um, being different. And I, you know, I would embrace it, and then I'd push it away, and then I'd embrace it, and I'd push it away. And I, I really just wanted to be normal. And uh, it wasn't really until my mid twenties, um, into my late twenties, I think I was about twenty eight actually, when I finally realized, you know, I'm just not, and uh, I have to start being who I really am. And and I, you know, I think I was in denial in some ways, and I think it was just easier, quote unquote, to um, 
to ignore it because I didn't feel worthy of the connection. I didn't feel like, why me, you know? Um, I also didn't feel deserving of having that that attention of um, spirit, of the angels. And, and I also think I didn't want the responsibility um, because I really do believe there's a, a responsibility with with being someone who is sharing and guiding and supporting and, and helping others. And, and, and I, I knew that even at a young age. And so I, I didn't take it, I didn't take it seriously in the sense of I didn't want to do it really. Um, right. And, and it was, and then, you know, when I hit my twenties, uh, my late twenties, I was with my mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law when she died and, and then she haunted me from the other side and she said, you're going to do this. <laughs> Well, we get it one way or another. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that really how you first knew that you had these medium gifts, like her talking to you? Well, no, I had had them actually throughout those years in different ways and throughout many different experiences. But, again, I just tried to push them to the side, and I I, did, I just didn't want to do it. Um, you know, to me, anything to do with mediumship was um, sad. You know, it meant somebody was dead, and I didn't like that. So... I think that when she passed and then she came through and started sharing messages with me, I was with her when she died. And so I had this amazing, sacred 18 hours with her while she was in a stroke. And she'd had a stroke and her she had no brainstem activity. And they said, as soon as we take her off the machine, she's going to go within, you know, 15 minutes. And, and she waited for me to get from Arizona to California, not conscious, not consciously knowing she was waiting for me. But she waited for me until I got there, and then I got to spend 18 hours with her, and she stayed alive with no machines, nothing. Um, oh and so I had this sacred experience when she when she passed, and I knew I, I could feel the angels in the room. I could see the um, her loved ones that had passed. I could feel her spirit move through me when she passed, and that is what changed me. And then she, you know, then she pushed me because she was that kind of girl. <laughs> You know, right before my mom um, crossed, my my mother's mother had the gift of healing. You know, people would come from all over, and then she joined, um, oh, my goodness, this Church of the Nazarene, and they told her it was the work of the devil, so she stopped doing her healing work. But I knew my mother, who trained as a hypnotherapist, and then said, oh, no, 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 I can't do that. That's way too much responsibility to work with someone's mind but she but I knew she knew how to do it and so mm-hmm. right before she died she looked at me and she said I, I want you to promise me you're going to date after I leave and I said I can't promise that I have three kids one in college one leaving for college you can't ask me to do that I've got I have my hands full and then she looked at me and she said I know how to do what you do I said what you know you know you're so <laughs> tired I mean I've been caring for her for, you know like morning noon and night after she had the stroke and and I, I thought, surely I didn't hear that. And I said, what did you say? And she says, you heard me. I know how to do what you do. And mm. I, just, I just, she had never admitted it. And she said, if you do not date, I'm sending you someone from the other side. I'll just do my <laughs> And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, it was just like this moment where, you know, and I know she's talked to me and she, she you know, she helped, she's helped me a lot. And as a kid, she would say, I don't understand why these people just tell you everything about them. She said, you think you were Ann Landers or something. She said, they come to you and ask you questions. And I said, well, Mom, I think it's just God's way. I don't know. I don't, you know, I didn't understand it. But but as a kid, I could even change my dreams. I don't know if you were like this, but if I, if I had a dream I didn't like, I would wake up 
and I would be, oh, I don't like that dream. I'm changing the channel. So in my mind, I would say, I'm changing the channel. So if I went back to dream state and the same dream was there, I'd wake up again and say, no, no, no. Didn't you hear me? I want. The, I don't want this dream. I want it changed. And I would know that if it happened three times, that was it. You knew it was going to happen. But who could you tell that to? You know, I mean, right. no one else would understand that. Exactly. Exactly. And and absolutely, they wouldn't. And and in my experience, it scared them. So it it was something <laughs> yeah. that was you know like not only did they not understand it, but they they didn't want to hear it either. So and and, and that's just where they were. You know, it's. It, it, I mean, now today. I'm very grateful for all of those experiences because it's taught me the compassion that that so many people are missing. But at that time, it it was hard. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been doing readings for over 15 years, and I saw you in um, it's either Phoenix or Sedona when you debuted with Mishka. You know, um, it was one of your first you know, big, big step out, so to speak. And you were fabulous. And I saw, I saw you recently in Chicago with Celebrate Your Life. And, um, and I thought, oh my gosh, I just saw you. And whenever you are going in and out, you can just feel you. You're just, you just have such a bright light. And um, I know you're really connected to the angels. So can you tell us tonight, I mean, I know you have your, your book, The Nine Steps to Connect with the Archangels, but can you just like talk about what the angels are up to right now and how people, um, you know, mention your book, where they can find it, and, and just, just talk to us because it's right now I know the angels are very active, but I'd like to, you know, you, you're the expert here. So tell us about what your take is on, on everything right now because it's, it just feels speeded up to me. Well, and and I would first say I'm not an expert because um, I think we each have our own um, way of understanding and hearing um, the, the messages from spirit, but I've had a lot of experience with them. So, um, you know, basically I really, I believe that our angels are here to support us, to guide us, and to, to help us to move forward in our lives, on our journey, on our on our soul journey, with as much grace and grace and ease as possible. Unfortunately, we don't always choose grace and ease, so they have a lot of work to do at times. Uh, for me, what I started doing when I was a teenager, I started doing this, but then again, like I said, at different times, I'd be like, ah, I can't, I can't feel that, I don't want to. So I, I, um, I had experiences specifically with Archangel Michael to begin with. And uh, Archangel Michael, I learned, was the angel that could help, that we could call on to help us to feel protected, to feel safe and secure and, and have the strength and the courage to face, you know, whatever it is that we needed to face. And so it was, it was his energy that I was my very first experience outside of that guardian angel. And from there, I started going, oh, okay, there's, so there's angels for protection. What else? And one of the things I knew that I needed to learn was unconditional love. And so um, I started working with Archangel Shamuel and saying, okay, Shamuel, I, you know, I don't know who you are. I don't know how to. I don't even know how to ask for you to help me. So I'm just going to say, help me. And um, and I started having help. I, I mean, I started having physical, visual, um, knowing experiences. And so that really. For me, I really believe we've got to have an experience. You know, people can talk about it all day. You can read about it all day. But when you have an experience it, it, and you experience it yourself, then you become a believer. You know, then, then it's really true for you. So part of what I've done over the last, you know, five years, since I wrote my book in 2011, four, I guess, is I've, I've worked to, to share the message of 
that anybody can communicate with their angels and anybody can um, connect with their loved ones and, and tune into the energies of spirit if they will pull their energy in, settle themselves enough, get grounded, get heart-centered, and raise their vibration. And so when I wrote this book, Invoking the Archangels, A Nine-Step Process to Heal Your Body, Mind, and Soul, I wrote it with the intention of sharing what tools, techniques that you could use not only to call in your angels and ask for their help, but also to to really um, experience them in your own perfect divine way. So there's exercises throughout the book to have you learn how to connect with them and how you're interpreting them. Because you know, I can see one thing, and my frame of reference is different than somebody else's. And I don't, if I see the color purple, well, maybe I'm colorblind and it's the color blue to you. So I try not to be an authority, but yet I say, here's an experience. And if you haven't had any and you're calling them in to begin with, you can certainly learn this way of connecting. <laughs> so... The the nine-step process kind of actually was born out of writing this book because when I was writing it, I, I really was guided to give people, you know, a step-by-step process because that's what our human brains like. It's not what spirit needs in any way, shape, or form, but it is what our human brains um, like. And so I started looking back over my life and over all the clients I've worked with over the last, you know, 15 years and saying, Okay, what is it that we do and, and, and what steps do we need to follow in order to really get to a place of not only um, opening up to this energy of spirit, but actually starting the process of healing and releasing? Because for, for in, in my own experience anyway, I've had a pretty colorful life for, you know, for my 44 years. I've, I fit a lot in. And, um, and I found that with each heartbreak, with each challenge, with each conflict, and if I could move through it and heal through it, it, I actually expanded. My heart expanded. It got bigger. And so that was my goal in writing the nine-step process. Well, and, you know, you keep talking about love, and we all know that love is, you know, it's the master healer. And um, I think it's interesting that there's a nine-step process because nine numerologically always stands mm-hmm. for completions and new beginnings. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when you do the mala beads, there's 108 mala beads. You know, you're doing 108 mantras, which is nine. There's 108 steps to every temple in India, which is nine. In the Jewish faith, Lahaim, you know, it's the symbol for, you know, life. And so they always give gifts of 1836, you know, anything that comes up to nine. It's, it's throughout multiple cultures. And, um, and the archangels, can you, for the listeners that are like, okay, I don't know the difference between an archangel and an angel, um, would you be kind enough to explain the archangelic realm versus the helpers in the angelic realm? Well, um, the best that I can. And that is, you know, when I, when I opened up to this energy, um, I knew that the the angel that I saw was my guardian angel, and I and I received a lot of validation of that in a variety of different ways. When I started um, connecting with the archangels, uh, you know, I there wasn't Google at that time. You know, you couldn't go to the computer and figure out what this is. So, um, and the only kind of references were um, biblical, and that's not the way it came to me. So, so my experience of the angelic realm, the archangels, is not based on religion. It's really based on um, more of a vibration, so tuning into the vibration of each one of these angels and the way that I see them, because I see them in color. Um, and so my uh, my understanding of the archangels is they're kind of the 
the, the guide. They're, they're the most common angels people are familiar with. If we get into the religious aspect, there's certainly a hierarchy in the angelic realm. But from my experience with the angels, the hierarchy is really just human, man-made. It's, it's a way for us to understand and, and um, put in order the different vibrations that are in the universe. And, and, and that's not been my experience. So the, gar- the, the, the archangels are kind of the, the ones that everybody knows about, and they're usually taught about them in, in religion, basically. But we have everyday angels like we have everyday people in our lives, and those, those angels serve <coughs> excuse me, a, a very strong purpose as well because they come in to help support us throughout our, our, daily, our daily lives. So I believe that we are born with a guardian angel, we're born with a spirit guide, and we experience them throughout our entire journey. And then we have different angels all throughout our journey that are that are there automatically they're they're we they are part of our um, support team basically when we are a new mother we need different angels than when we are starting a new job than when we're going to college than when we're going through the death of a loved one and so different angels come in at different times to support us the archangels are angels that we can call on for that additional um, support that are more global in the sense that there's there's millions of people that are aware of their energy, their vibration. So I believe there's a stronger power to them because of the intent of those of us that are here as well. So I don't know if that's the best explanation for you because it's really based on my own experience, but it isn't. It's hard to to wrap our heads, our human heads, around things that are spirit-based. And so we, we like to organize things here. And I believe the hierarchy is based on a need to organize. I, I love the way you explained it. I think the way you explained it is absolutely divine because, you know, I, I once had someone who told me, well, you started off with Archangel Raphael, and that was the angel of healing, and that's why you were drawn to being a nurse. I mean, from the time I was a little girl, I knew I wanted to be a nurse, and I knew I wanted to be in healing. But then as time went by, I, I knew that as a nurse, I could only help so many people. And, you know, most people think I'm a Gemini because there's so much Gemini in my astrological chart. But that is the communication part. So because of the magazine, the weekly newsletter, the radio show, the coaching, all that, I was told one time that, you know, I started off with Archangel Raphael and I needed that extra boost of healing with, you know, some of the interesting configurations of my childhood. And I'll leave mm-hmm. it at that. And so it gave me a lot of experience <laughs> as a, mm-hmm. you know, to work with later with, with all different family systems. And then Archangel uh, Gabriel came in, and that's where all the communication came from. You know, like, okay, how can you take this life path and help even more people? But you know who's been showing up for me lately, and maybe you can help me. I don't know that much about Archangel Uriel, but is, yeah. I mean, everyone I actually I'm going saw Uriel. I saw Uriel around uh, you. Just before you said it, and Uriel is is the angel of of transmutation, helps us shift from a negative to a positive, helps us to see the greater vision of things. So oftentimes when we're struggling to to see, you know, why is this happening or where is this going, um, Uriel comes in to help us hold a higher vision, kind of the eagle's eye view instead of the the physical view. Okay, that makes sense. So if you're, yeah, it feels to me like there's some choices you're making and some crossroads you're at in some areas and calling on Uriel and bringing Uriel's energy in and, and asking to help you to see the higher, greater vision is what will help you to make those decisions in your choice points. 
Fabulous. I, I thought, oh, I have Sunny tonight. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Uriel, you know, I worked with Uriel a lot. I had a friend that committed suicide uh, three years ago and uh, was really struggling because I was called in to kind of be a mediator in the in the whole situation with the families and things like that. And I was really struggling myself to see the higher vision because he had three children he left behind. And, um, and, and besides that, I was pissed, you know? Um, but when I, when I really got into my heart and asked Uriel to help me to see that greater vision, then I could see some of the things unfolding in ways that actually were where I could put my attention to get out of the pain or the anger, the human emotion of it. Right. I understand. I understand. And um but you know, we, we all need help and even the ones, you know, they have the gifts, we need the most help sometimes because, you know, we're helping so many other people that sometimes, you know, we forget about ourselves and um so but we all know it's all in divine order. And tonight we have many people, Sunny, who would like your help. And listeners, this, these, this, these are just kind of some few, uh, a few basic ground rules. We have many people who would like many readings with Sunny tonight. So if you have, um, I, I know many of you are already waiting and ready, and I've already talked to you before we came on the air. But if you have, um, if I have not talked to you and you do want a reading, please press one on your phone, and that will let me know on the switchboard that you would like um, a question answered. But here's this, here's the deal. There are many people who would like readings so you don't get a full reading you get a mini reading with beautiful <laughs> sunny's uh angelic realm and helpers uh and her gifts so um please just ask one question and uh we'll help as many people as we can okay so and if sunny, they would give me you... their birth if they would give me their birth date too i'm not an astrologer so it has nothing to do with that but i just have a connection with numbers so it just kind of helps open the channel for me so if they would give me their birth date that would be helpful too Okay. All right. So we are going to start with going to Vince in New York. Vince, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing? Hi, Vince. Hi. I have a two-part job and money question. The first part of it is um, uh, my unemployment denied me because my, my former employer lied and I was wrongfully terminated. I couldn't sue them. But anyway... So I'm wondering, I'm appealing, and I'm wondering if I'm going to win my appeal. And then the other part of the question is, uh, through no choice of my own, I have to move to New York, um, and I'm desperately looking for a job right now. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to know if um, you do see a job coming up for me soon. There's two jobs that I applied for today that I really want, and both positions are with a brewery. So I'm crossing my fingers. And uh, my, op- wanted- my, my birthday was August 10th, 59. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, what I what I do feel, Vince, is I do feel that um, there'll be a job uh, within three weeks. So um, keep I would keep applying, but there's something within I feel like this week that will actually start within the next two weeks. So in three weeks, you'll have you will be working. So that will be um, a load off of you. Um, with the um, with the with the appeal process. Um, it does not feel to me like you're going to get this initial appeal, but I feel like there's either some kind of backup or there's a second appeal or there's a um, there's some kind of option after this that I do feel goes through. So uh, what I keep seeing around you is patience, 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 patience. And I understand that's probably not the best answer for you, but that's the way I, that's what I hear, hon. Okay, but do you see the brewery job coming through or something else? 
I'm not. I'm not certain if it's a brewery job because it. I, but I see it in a larger, like a warehouse type of environment. So if that's what that environment is, it could be in that. I see more of the building, not actually what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Stay right. focused. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thanks so much, Vince, for calling. Okay. Good night. All right. Okay. So remember, listeners, that Vince may ask a question, and the answer that Sonny gives. Maybe for you. So don't just tune out. Listen, we're all part of the group mind tonight. <laughs> okay. That's you know, um, that is so true actually. That's one of the reasons I do spirit talks every month because when I answer somebody's question, invariably ten other people's questions are answered too. Now they might have other questions, but it will speak to you if you're listening with an open heart. Beautiful. Okay, so we are now going to go to Chicago to Annie. Annie, are you there? Yeah, um, but I'm Franny. <laughs> no, oh, okay. I'm Hi, so Franny. <laughs> Hi, Franny. Okay. okay. No worries. Um, I'm born April the 8th, and um, what I, the question is, is there any particular angel I should be working with now, or who do you see around me right now, Sunny? Um, I connect with Archangel Raphael very strongly with you, Franny. I see a lot of green energy. It feels to me like you've got some emotional healing as well as physical healing that you are either asking for and or needing. So um, I would do a visualization even of bringing in Raphael's energy intentionally stronger for you, um, maybe even visualizing like the color green surrounding you, moving through your body, um, activating your cells, healing anything that doesn't serve um, your highest good. And then I also get a little bit, I got a little bit of Joe Field's energy. I feel like there's an influence there. Joe Field is the angel of manifestation and also creativity. Um, and it feels to me like, like you moving your energy through creative expression would be a good way to create more healing for you as well. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I do. Okay, beautiful. Thank you, All sweetheart. Right. Okay. Thank you okay, so thanks, much. Thanks, Franny. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And now we are going to go to area code 856. I do not know. Uh, it's 856-776. Are you there? Yes. Hi. Thanks for taking okay. my call. This is Laura. Hi, Laura. Okay, Laura, what part of the country Hi. are you calling from tonight? I'm in New Jersey. Okay. And your birthday, please. October 1st, 63. Did you say the first, honey, October 1st? Yes. Okay. Okay, what's your question, hon? I'm looking for work, and I've been applying for jobs, and I'm wondering what you pick up about me getting work. Um, what, are, are you applying for jobs you don't actually want? Um, somewhat, but also applying for jobs that I definitely do want. Okay, because I feel like it's a waste of energy for you to be applying for jobs that you don't want because your heart is not in it, and I feel like there's almost an energy that's blocking the good things to come from you because you're feeling like you have to go outside of what it is you want. And I feel like you could be a little bit pickier now, and, and I know that might go sound counterintuitive, but right now I feel like you need to focus your attention on what it is you want and own it because I feel like you keep kind of falling back into, oh, well, maybe I need to try this because it's safer. Um, you're in a one vibration, and what that feels like to me in representation of you right now is it feels to me like it, it's time to start doing something different and something new, and, and part of that is really the way that you think about what it is you're bringing to you. So I feel like um, I would say about 
six. The number six is what I see. So it could be six days. I feel um, more pulled to six weeks, but it uh, it could be six days because I just saw the number six is where I feel like um, a job opportunity is coming to you. And the more clarity and the more focused attention you have, the quicker it's going to come. Well, there there was a job opportunity that I was excited about, and I hadn't I sent a follow-up email to this woman named Catherine about it in July, and I literally just got an email from her not a half an hour ago, and she wants to talk to me tomorrow. So okay. I'm kind of hoping so hold that, that... Hold that vision, that but just... Yep, hold that vision and stay very focused and clear about what you want. Even go to bed tonight with affirmations of exactly how you want to feel in this work environment. Okay. Okay? I'll do that. Yeah. All right. Thank Thank you, honey. Okay. Thanks so much for calling. Okay. We are now going to go to Sherry in Ohio. Um, Sherry, are you there? I'm here. I'm so sorry. My name's Sharon. I get called Sherry all the time. (laughs) It's hard on the phone to hear sometimes. That's okay. That's all right. Okay, what's your question, darling? The same one as the last caller and the first caller. Employment. But I have to tell you, I have an interview Thursday and Friday with two companies that I really would love to have. Okay, give me your birthday, sweetheart. Yep, September 1st, 1965. Okay. Um, And are these jobs... Are they they similar in nature, the two that you've got the interviews with this week? They are, and it's what okay. I, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because it feels to me, and is there one that is further, a lot further away from your home? Um, actually, they're both, they're both downtown, so they're both the same distance, actually. Okay. Um, something about it being further away, and I don't know if that means, like, there's an opportunity, but it's not right away. Like they're looking to um, have you start later, but there was something about being further away. Um, okay. I actually think you may be offered both of those jobs. It, it feels very positive to me. Uh, the only thing I feel is a little bit of hesitation on your part, and I'm, I'm not sure what that's about. It almost feels to me like it's believing that you can have the opportunity, like really um, confidence. So make sure when you go in there, you own your skills, you're very confident, you really stand in your power, and know your value and worth. That's a good point. I know. I've just been discouraged after you start looking, and I understand that, and you're right. I have to be myself again. How's that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Be yourself and the even more confident um, extension of yourself. Perfect. Any okay. angel I can ask to help? Absolutely. Ask Gabriel to help you with the interview. Thank you, both of them. Yep. Thank yep. you. See, will I be working the next month? Uh, I, I yes. I feel like you'll be. You will Thank have you. a job within the next month. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you Bye. so Thank much you, for answering. Sharon. My... Thanks for calling. Thank you. Have okay. a nice night. Bye. You too. Thank you. Okay. So it's nice to have choices, isn't it? All isn't right. It? So we. <laughs> it is. Okay. We're now going to go to Ellen in New York. Ellen, are you there? I am, and thank you so much for taking my call. Um, um, my birth date is May 26th. My question concerns, I, I hope you're not offended by this, but it's about a cat that I had to put to sleep yesterday. Uh, are the angels able to tell me anything about him? Um, 
And if they prefer to give me a message regarding something else, that's fine too. Um, well, first of all, no offense at all. Um, the first thing uh, that I get is um, it feels to me like there's some, um, I don't know if it's, I, I don't want to use the word regret, but I almost feel like um, you're questioning your choice, but I think you know deep down that you made the right choice. Um, but your head, I think your head's telling you stories. And it feels to me like um, there was an opportunity sooner, like you had some information sooner, and I feel like it was perfect, right time. Um, and there was a sign. You got a sign that you knew that now was the right time. And I feel actually appreciation or gratitude on the emotional state for following your heart because your head wanted to fight it. Do you understand, Ellen? Yes. Um, yes. I also feel like there is, uh, I, I would say probably within like three days, that there's a, there's a short little window of time that for some reason, and this isn't normally the case, but for some reason um, you're going to have some real physical, like palpable experiences with this cat. Like you're going to feel the cat up on your bed or you're going to feel the cat sitting beside you in your chair, something like that. And I don't know why three days because it could happen anytime, but for some reason it's like pay, be very mindful, pay close attention over these next three days. You'll see signs physically, Wonderful. like you'll feel them. Okay. I'd okay. like that. Thank yeah. you. And there's Thank something so about much. bells, too, Ellen. Something about bells. So just pay attention to bells, the sounds of bells. There's something about that in connection with your cat also. Okay. Okay. He didn't wear a bell, but okay, I'll listen. Yeah. Thank just you. Just pay attention. It could be like wind chimes, wind, something like that. There's something that will, that will give you a, a clue that that's, Pay attention then when you hear the bells. I'll do that. Okay. okay. Thanks, honey. All right. Thanks, Ellen. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. That's so, you know, and, and it's so interesting, you know, that when spirits cross, whether they're a human, you know, human farm or animal farm, they can easily make no, like the volume on TVs go up and down. They can make lights, you know, you know, like mm -hmm. almost like a light show. They get bright, they get dull, and you know, and wind chimes. And and you know, I'm really glad that you got that message for her. So yeah. animals, you know, and I'm not an animal communicator, but um, so I think there's a lot of value in those that really can strongly connect with the animal kingdom. Um, but our animals are. They're our, they're our family, and they're our friends, and they're our children, just like physical beings. They have a spirit and a soul, and so there's it's it's no different in the sense of the way that they can connect with us and communicate. Absolutely. Okay, so we are now going to go to area code 505-867, and 505-867, um, so if you are there, please state your name, where you're calling from, and your birth date, and your question for Sunny. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Um, I'm in New Mexico. My name is Patricia, and my birthday is 124. And okay. my question is, is there a, a true love coming in to my life? Uh, when was your last relationship, Patricia? Um, it was, um, I got divorced. It's going to be three years. Okay. Um, I've done a lot of healing and clearing, and I'm 
ready to go. <laughs> yeah, and, and so this is what I would say is I do think that you've done a lot of work, and I don't want to negate any of that work, but I do feel like there's still some connection to that past relationship. And did you feel like you gave your power away in that relationship? Um, yeah, initially, and then I actually cleared from that relationship 10 years before we got divorced, and now he's remarried, and we're best friends. I'm, I love his wife. She loves and that me. May be Everything the connection. is so good. That may be the connection I feel is there's still an energetic connection with this person. And the thing that I feel like is as you are so, – so the energetic connection, and there was something about giving power away. So if it's come back full circle, then what it feels like is as you open up to look for this new relationship to attract, let me put it that way, this new relationship, make sure that you're allowing those new people to come in on their own accord, meaning that there isn't a comparison – so it may even be a comparison with what he has now with this wife because it's because you guys have come together and have a nice relationship, the, the three of you. So the word comparison I kept seeing, so I want you to be mindful of that. The other thing I feel like is um, for you, February stands out very, very strong for me. And I feel like it's within the first week uh, that there will be a connection with someone that's really going to change your life. Um, I, I I feel like I want to say the 7th. Don't hold me to that date because that's not always the easiest thing to do, but I keep seeing 7th, February, and then 7th. So I think that you're, the way it's coming to me is like it looks like 7th like in Vegas, like things are lining up, girl. They're, they're coming to fruition. <laughs> keep doing your work. Keep, keep owning your own power. Start to feel the way you want to feel in the relationship and start dating yourself romancing yes. yourself as you attract this new energy in. Oh, yes, I'm starting to really spoil And actually, I just saw a ring on your finger, so I actually think it will lead to marriage. Oh, wow, I just had a vision of that. A dream came to me with a, a little child had a wedding band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to lead to marriage, honey. So, so definitely it's on its way, sis. Thank you. You're very okay, welcome. Thanks so much for calling tonight. Okay, good night. All right, we are going to go to uh, Faye in St. Louis. Faye, are you there? Mm, Let me see. Faye in St. Louis, are you there? Okay, looks like Faye has dropped off. Okay, no Faye. We are now going to go to um, area code uh, 850-241. 850-241, are you there? Uh, yes, ma'am, I'm here. Okay, I just need your first name and where you're calling from and your birth date, please. Uh, Joshua, and I'm calling from Panama City, Florida, and birth date 521-82. Okay, and then your question for Sonny tonight. Um, well, I'm just going through a lot of anxiety um, uh, between job and spirituality, and I just wanted to know, was there any messages out there for from my guy to me? Do Do you have a brother, Joshua? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And are you are you close to that brother or are you disconnected from that brother? No, we're not really close. Okay. Um, because I feel, first of all, um I feel a lot of heaviness in the heart, okay? And I and I feel like there's um some disappointment. I feel like there's some conflict and there's also some disheartedness. So it's like situations that happened that you put your faith in and then you didn't receive that back. 
Um, so I feel like there's some disheartened, I don't even know if that's a word, but that's the way it comes to me, okay? Um, that there's that, that heaviness, that density feels like it's taking away the connection that you have naturally to spirit. I actually think you're quite intuitive, and I think you're pretty sensitive. And so I feel like the, the disheartedness, almost like there's more power there than there is in what you really, truly believe. Your head and your heart are having a fight. Um, there's something about your brother that comes up to me. I feel like um, th- there's, it's almost like there's a, um, a loss of connection or a disconnection, and I think that it affects you more than you recognize. doesn't mean you need to go and have a connection with him, but what I would suggest you do, Joshua, is write a letter to him and burn it. Like, I feel like you need to get your emotions out because you're sensitive enough that the emotion that's sitting in there really changes your perception and it affects you. It's easy for you to kind of drop down. Do you understand that? Yes, ma'am. Okay. As far as a job, is that what you said was a job? Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm I'm in the military and the problem is is that, like, at one point I was getting ready to get out, and I was content with that, but only thing is there's nothing really promising on the outside. But I got a promotion, and I, I feel compelled to stay in. But the thing is is that, like, the more I draw in with the military, the less I feel I am spiritually. Like, it's yeah, like that's, it's your, that's your conflict. Yeah, that's the head and the heart, honey. So the military is the head, and the spirit is the heart, and that's where I feel. So, have you already taken that? Have you have you agreed to sign in for another so many years? Well, um, I got lucky, and, and I uh, only had to sign an extension until next year, so it kind of buys me more time. But what I'm really waiting for is that I have a wife and kids, and it, I mean, it feels good with the idea of getting out. But I have these common sense. I, you know, I have to worry about benefits and all kind of stuff, so I can't just. I don't want to make an emotional decision. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I don't. I don't think it's emotional, though, Joshua. I think it's spiritual. I think your spirit is guiding you to something greater than what it is you're doing now. And you know, to me, for you, um, March, March, April is a timing. That's that's where I feel like a line's drawn. I don't know how long you have to be in this in this posi- this position, um, but March, April feels like where a line's drawn, where you make a decision and. I just keep be feeling pulled. I even think you're going to have some physical challenges within your body because your head and your heart are in such conflict. So my, my suggestion for you is you've got to follow your spirit. You've got to follow your heart. Or I feel like some of those physical responses, some of the density in your body is, is going to continue and or um, be exacerbated. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, the, so your affirmation is get into your heart and get out of your head. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. But, but you Thank know what? You so You're much. calling in and asking Sonny for direction tonight. You're you're halfway there. Yeah, you already you already know. You're just looking for permission, my friend. You're looking for something or someone outside of you to give you permission to listen to your spirit because that's not how how you've been trained. Certainly not in the military. Um, and so I, I really I really would encourage you to stay connected there. Yes, ma'am. I, I guess the silly, silly thing is it feels like I, I feel like I'm supposed to be able to have both. And mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying to, like, learn is, hey, hey, is it not possible to have both? And if it's definitely not possible, then, okay, I need to go make a decision then. Well, you're going to – I think it's possible to have both, yes. I, I think it is possible to have both. But for you in this situation, in this in this experience that you're asking me about, that doesn't feel like what's the the direction that's for your highest good. Right. 
Okay. Yes, so ma'am. Joshua, thank, thank you so much, right. so much for calling. Thank, thank you, okay. sir. All right. Okay. Oh, so hard to get out of our head into our heart. And uh, especially when yeah. you have responsibilities, we both know. Okay, yeah. so we are um, now going to, you know, we're, we're nearing the end of our show, but we're going to take one, possibly two more um, listeners. We are going to go to, where are we going next? We are going to 314-307, 314-307. Are you there? I am. This is Donna from St. Louis. Hi, Donna. Hi, how are you all this evening? I'm great, thank you. Good. What's your birthday, Thanks. sweetheart? It's January 30th, 1956. Okay. What's your question? And I have a lot going on in my life right now. So I guess basically what I'm asking is which archangel should I be working with to have, you know, the highest good come out in the proper Uh, order? Yeah. So I I feel like Archangel Uriel would be really beneficial for you to um, create some clarity uh, to help you to see a, a greater vision of all of the, like right now I feel like you're mixed in all the details of things and trying to figure all kinds of things out. And I feel like you need clarity. So we, again, need to rise above to the higher vibration. So Archangel Uriel, the color red, bringing that energy in would be very helpful for you. The other thing I keep feeling around you is forgiveness, Archangel Zadkiel. And does that resonate with you, first of all, Donna? Uh, yes, a little bit, yes. Yeah, people don't really like forgiveness, so it's not the favorite message to get. But I feel like this is forgiveness of yourself. Okay. I I don't feel like it's external, directed necessarily to other people. It feels to me like um, it's forgiving yourself for choices you've made. Like, I think you could be hard on yourself mentally, and I just feel like you've got to release some of that energy. That will help you with your clarity and your focus on really what you want to do in these next, for some reason, two months feels pretty crucial to you. So um, bringing in Uriel will help you with that, but also Zadkill for forgiveness. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. We are going to attempt to bring on 618 that was on earlier. Is uh, 618-971, is this they? Yes, yes it is. Hi, okay, Faye. Hi. I don't okay, know what so happened a while ago. I could hear you, but you couldn't okay, hear Faye, me. Okay, quickly. Your, so your, your birth, yes. Okay, birth date in question, quickly. Okay, um, 2663 okay. is my birthday. Um, my question is, I wanted to see if, if you can see my mother. Um, she passed away two years ago in July from Alzheimer's, and I, I have a lot of regrets, and I just want to... No, she's okay. yeah, well, let, me t- let me tell you what I get with her. Number one, I see her with a great big grin on her face, a bowl of ice cream, not sure oh, why, um, and dancing, like dancing around, like she's healthy. She wasn't in her body a lot of that time. I feel like there's a lot of pain surrounding her transition. She was one that kind of took care of everything, and when she wasn't available, it feels to me like, Things got kind of muddled up, and, and it was a conflict. There were some family issues also. Um, oh, yeah. But I feel like she is happy, as and she's got her ice cream. She's happy about that. Like, I feel like that's symbolic for you. So yes, she's is. okay. There's nothing to worry about. Let, let it go and lighten up. I hear that very clearly for you. Lighten up. Okay. okay. Great. Okay, so thank, thank you. Thank you, so thank you sweetheart. Okay. 
All right. So, Sunny, your website, SunnyDawnJohnston.com. I cannot thank you enough. You are doing fabulous work. You can be on my show anytime. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It was great fun, and I look forward to the next time. Okay. Thank you, everyone, and thank you, Sunny Dawn Johnston. And we will be back again next week, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We have an hour and a half show next week, so please join us. Thank you, everyone. Namaste. Have a fabulous week. Okay. Good night, everyone.